Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And and welcome to episode 48 of the Talking Hockey Podcast. It's Ty, Martin, and Eric. And we have a special guest here, Luke. <laughs> uh, we call him a special guest because I don't think he's been here for about a month. Hey, I've, it's only been two or three weeks. There were there were a couple things where he's like, you know, that we did that late night recording. It was past Boomer Luke's bedtime. Mom said, turn off the computer. Um, last week, I don't know. He just didn't want to come. There was five people. It would have been five people, but it would have helped it with the sound quality. It was not, there was not going to be five people because I said, I'll sit out. And then Luke's like, okay. And then literally at what time we, we met last week at eight at seven yeah. fifty, he's like, oh, I got other <laughs> podcasts to work on. And I was like, well, now there's only going to be two people, so I got to come and join. It's true. I was I was a guest on another podcast, but not hockey-related, and he went. He took me to like 8.05, and then I had another recording that night, and then I had editing to do. Bro, I, I did seven recordings in, in a 48-hour span, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations, okay? You live a busy life. <laughs> yeah. You get it. Yeah. It's true. I do live a busy life. Thanks, Ty. I don't go on TikTok and watch Busset videos all day. Listen, this is Call, Call of Duty and Busted videos. That's Ty's life right now. Yeah. In a nutshell. Yeah. So I was giving um Seems accurate. I was I was giving uh, Brady some TikTok ideas the other day, right? And I was I was like, um, oh, you should do the Busset challenge with the Stanley Cup. <laughs> and then I, I realized that might not fly with the NHL. I don't know how she would do it, but I was like, you should just use that sound. And then people would think it's funny. Yeah. At least I would. Uh, no, what they should do is the pretty face little way. Yes. I said that, that one too. With the but Stanley the Cup. Is, yes. And, and I'm it like, works. it'd be perfect. It does. <laughs> yes. Okay. Genius I told her that. marketing. I'm going to say, I'm going to say that Eric thinks it's a good idea too. Fire her. Hire us to do their marketing. 
We'll do it. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> Phil's going to fire his own daughter, but we can try. I, I, you know I was what? on. We a, should try. I was a call, on a call with Ty and Brady uh, this past weekend, and I actually asked, "I'm like, hey, is Phil going to come on the pod?" And she's like, "Who's going to be there?" And I said, "I can organize that. Ty's not there if that's what it takes <laughs> to get him here." Uh, and then all of a sudden, we have him next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what are we talking about today, Tony D'Angelo? Uh, yeah, we're obviously we lost, we lost 100 followers. 150 followers. 150 followers. 150 followers. We still net gained followers though. We lost 150 because of Tony gained... or just because of other content? I don't know. That's a good question. Is there a correlation kind of causation? Yeah. I don't know. I think we did because if you look at our T D'Angelo like story, we did get like quite a few followers or our post, we did get quite a few followers from it. I mean, so people definitely out. hate follow us all the time. Oh, so time. many. And we have <laughs> yeah. people that hate message us, dude. I have yes. so many people. I have so many people that just keep responding to stories and I never respond back. <laughs> Every time it's just them like being mad about something or arguing or being negative. And I'm just like, I can't deal with this anymore because it's just too much effort. So I just There's let so them. much negative arguing and negative. That. Keep... that sounds like work. <laughs> Hey, well, that's true. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm better than that. I'm just saying I can't be bothered with it. Yeah. And now there's like people with like 20 responses to our stories. It's like every single day, and I have never responded, but they keep going. And I'm like, you have such deep motivation within you. It's almost inspiring. Imagine how girls on, so, on like Tinder feel. I think they're oh, just I lonely, man. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. They want to talk think, to. I mean, that's they how they get radicalized. Company. Finally, they finally they find an, a men's rights group that will listen to them, and then they activate them and make them pro Tony D'Angelo. That's how it all works. Damn, you know what? Luke just uh, Luke's had not a breakthrough. Wrong. Like that is not what wrong. they do. I literally <laughs> talked about it on my own podcast this week. Like it's it's true. It, it, shout out to the imperfect life. podcast. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Another shout out. How much? How much does Luke pay you for these advertisements? I don't get uh, paid should, at all. So I, these these should be free. Yeah, you know what? These are free because uh, it's equivalent to the value he provides. I remember in the when the first. Process. I remember. I remember the first podcast we ever did. Eric's like, "Yeah, post a, like put a clip of your own podcast at the end. Advertise at the end of every show." I think I did it for like the first episode, and then not <laughs> since then. I'm like, "Wow, I should have." I don't know if it's the right market. If if people are dropping off because of Tony <laughs> D'Angelo, they definitely won't like my podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely not. But I don't think I don't think our podcast listeners would fall off because of Tony. D. Like I feel like they've heard enough of our shit already. That's true. To like no, they understand. Who We've we talked are. a lot yeah. pro diversity. Even if even if they are, yeah, even if they are like that type of person, they're already listening. So it's like they hate listen to us already. They might as well hate. Listen. <laughs> I would take a few hate listeners. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> hey, hate listeners still count as listeners, man. Yeah, so it's all you're giving us money, so keep it going. <laughs> yeah. Keep it up. Keep That's it up. my favorite part about these people. It's like you're just boosting my engagement right now. Like that's what please. I say to their what comments all the time. I'm like, thanks for the comment, bud. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, thank you. You helped me out. I appreciate. Are people that. enjoying your um your reels, your tick, your Instagram reels? Mm, we can, can talk about this that. Week? Yeah. Oh, uh, we could talk about the the uh, controversy around posting a reel two or three times a week and having the ability to skip past it, which takes they get a lots whole of total views. of. They get, dude, we have one reel that's gotten 18,000 likes. 18,000? Yeah. Who even goes through reels people. on Instagram? I don't know, but 18,000 <laughs> likes on that reel, man. That's dude, insane. That's the most TikTok by like triple. Yeah. 
It's the like, most by like triple that we've ever had. I think our highest was like 8,000 likes or something like that. It's like doubled or almost tripled. I, I will say this though. If you're going to hate on the reels, please just don't bring the person in the reel into it. Just hate the reel. Yeah. Don't just be hate. like, this girl sucks. You're just using her because she's hot. First of all, not true. Second of all, thank you. Not that she's not attractive, <laughs> but I mean, I wanted to see where you we're went. Not, <laughs> we're not using her for that. She actually is part of the, the talking hockey. The, the thing is, like, people keep thinking like I'm telling her what to do. I don't tell her anything. She just sends them, and I post them. That's all. Like, I, there's no like collaboration of like, can you make a topic on this? And like, people are making it seem like, oh, you just like put her in front of like a highlight reel and i'm like she made it yeah <laughs> it's her it's hers and then the, i was like that's how every tiktok and reel works if you look at any like highlight video it starts with the person walking and then pointing or doing something pointing to a title and then boom the highlights go and there was no problem with it when it was a dude yeah. no like people made fun of it but nobody was like oh you're like you're like why is he there and stuff Bro, like that no not yeah, one comment and then the second the girl problem. did it there was literally like half the comments on it like yeah. i literally i went i went back and looked at this because i wanted to make sure i was right i posted a reel with a dude talking about like the greatest moments in sport or the saddest moments in sports history whatever something along those lines and he did the exact same thing he she did like he starts out at the beginning of the video like walking towards it and then like points at something and then the the uh the highlights start going not one comment about like why is he there but then the second she did it half the comments on the post and i was like are yeah. you guys fucking kidding me like relax half the comments are your simp yeah yeah and i'm just like <laughs> or or you, the other half is I'm the like, simp thing <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there's literally two. Yeah. Like 50, 50. It's so funny because these guys will comment like, "Oh, I probably know more about hockey than her," and it's like, "Okay, well, so if you do, no, this is a democratic process of making content. Make content if you're better than her. It's like the same people that or or may or on. share your actual thoughts on yeah. the hockey in the comments. But instead of saying this person sucks, give your opinion on it, and then I will respond." She will respond. Someone will respond and go, oh, okay. I'll respond. That's an yeah. interesting give point. A good opinion. I will respond. But yeah, or give just give any opinion. opinion. Don't just like <laughs> shit on it. Like actually give your take. Like, okay, what do you think were the best goals? Like literally the caption was like, what are your favorite goals of the season? That was yeah. it. Yeah. It came this whole like, but, but it's like those people thing. that complain about women on TV talking about hockey. They're like, oh, why she doesn't know anything about sports. Why does she have the job? Well, maybe if you knew more about sports and were in media, you could get the job. <laughs> but look at you. You're on your fat ass drinking a beer after a day doing whatever you were doing, sitting at home and not smart clearly you're not better at getting that job than her (laughs) maybe you're not better at hockey than her i think people love to like insult like doers like the people that are actually doing the thing it's just like like if you think you're gonna do like i hate the people that message me they're like you don't know how to run your account this is what you should be doing i'm like if you know what i should be doing if you have some amazing insight that i need to follow do it yourself this like one guy has like 89 followers and like an egg emoji freaking like profile yeah, picture tell me how to run a fucking social media page i'm like do you those know anything favorites. about social media do you know anything about engagement do you know anything about how to generate comments do you know how to generate content like you know nothing. when the like lesser accounts like hockey accounts also like 
Oh yeah. Get mad oh, yeah. at when, us. When when oh, the God. like two thousand follower <laughs> hockey accounts are just like, what are you doing? Why are you like, you shouldn't be doing it this way. Blah blah. blah. I'm like. I know what I'm doing, <laughs> okay? Like, if there's one thing I know how to do, it's just grow this hockey page. Maybe I'm not a mate. Maybe there are, there's better people at it. There's people that grew 200, 300,000. But I don't go and tell them, this is how you should grow your page because I'd look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> well, Eric, I'll let you know that my mom thinks you're doing a fantastic job because oh, yeah. she's like, thanks, this, Mama Wes. This, uh, she's like, this account is for real hockey fans. I, I don't understand a thing that he posts, but uh, it's it's impressive but, how much it's. And grown. that's the but that's the thing about reels too. It's that you can create the most simple content. And then people don't get this. You create the most basic and simple content to get likes, to get followers, to get the attention. And then you move them through the, okay, now they can see, you know, rankings or lists or more analysis. And then they it's like get a marketing funnel. funnel. It's a literally a marketing funnel. Like it's the most you basic. Go super broad. Like, it's not, exactly, it's not complicated. To, to all the people out there who say that this page sucks and whatever, just know that there's people at Sportsnet who know us. Did I, did I tell you? That? That is, I don't know if yeah, I shared you, this story on the I podcast, but I might have no, told you guys. But, po- you're not on the podcast. But I had a friend who was, I don't know, she was trying to, she's talking to some guys who she knows who works at Sportsnet. And she's like, I know these, I know these guys who, who run the talking, this is this account. And he's like, what's the account? And they're like, talking hockey. He's like, really? You know those guys? And then she was like, uh she, she was kind of like she was like i mean she didn't want to say that it was the wrong page but she asked me afterwards i'm like yeah we're talking hockey she's like no way <laughs> this guy at sportsnet who does all the video or Yo. i don't even know what he does he does all the video and he's like yeah. i know those guys that's pretty cool yeah, um biz, Haley, biz nasty follows us i mean so i mean biz yeah, nasty good. follow i won't say any other the hockey player oh john scott follows Sorry, us. martin's got something to say my apologies oh, yeah <laughs> Martin, why don't you just start talking? That's usually what you do when you want to say something. It doesn't matter. Just just barge in. <laughs> I think he is talking. I think he's on that one of those oh, moments he's where he's okay. muted. Uh, oh, he's frozen. Oh, he's right frozen now. right yeah. now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, John Scott follows us too. Yeah. And a couple, All-star. bunch of NHL players, some Russian people that work for the international Russian team because they saw the way we were presenting analytics and asked for advice on how to go about presenting it Martin's to their back, players. back, by the way. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, back. now Martin, share your thoughts. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to say uh, to boost our rep a bit more. One of our guests, Haley Salvian, I've seen on TSN a couple of times getting interviewed. So that's oh, she's huge. She's getting huge, man. Yeah, yeah she's, she's like blowing up. For her, she for she left Ottawa. Now she's at Calgary. That's a huge step up in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, that's a gigantic <laughs> step up. She's reporting on an actual <laughs> hockey team. That's that's great. <laughs> she's not reporting on an AHL team. Wow. <laughs> I don't even know if they could qualify league. for the AHL. And she's apparently like the one of the lead reporters for the NWHL now too. So she's hey uh, Luke. Be careful. The Belleville Senators were on pace to win the AHL last year. So. Maybe they should call up that team oh. to play at the NHL. <laughs> they did. Yeah, I mean, they, the, they did, the but, team. but they're on the taxi squad, dude. They're on the ta- Brandstrom sitting on the taxi squad. And yeah. uh, Norris and Bra- uh, uh, Batherson are playing. Batherson. <laughs> like, men. Is- Word out of Ottawa is that uh, DJ Smith hates his talented players. He's like a Babcock. <laughs> was Babcock's best buddy on the Leafs. Yeah. That 
that situation is so weird to me. You already suck. You're already losing. Might as well Thrasher isn't playing. I, I think he just got called up today. So yeah, yeah after that Braden Coburn performance of, of last night and uh, the prior big, weeks, dude. <laughs> big surprise there. A defense filled with Zaitsev, Good Branson, Coburn. Um, I don't Brown. even know who their bottom pairing is. Uh, is it Zub? Zub? something Brown or Zub? something Zub? like that? Zub? Josh Brown. Josh Brown, that's his name. I don't. I couldn't even. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't that even know. That Mike Riley guy. guy. Mike Riley. Uh, Mike Riley's okay, ish. He's like, being if he was on the third, this year. No, they're he's garbage. On the third dude. pairing. If he's on, oh. if he's on the third pairing with, you know, on a good team, it might be a bit different. But that anyways. shutdown, that shutdown pairing of Good Branson and and Coburn was doing a real good job. <laughs> it's like, what did you? I don't understand what Ottawa fans and what all these analysts thought going into the season as to what Ottawa were going to be when they Dadnov great acquisition. Everyone else but he's been garbage. Dadnov has been garbage though. Yeah. Dadnov, Dadnov hasn't been good. Either. Huge That's also part of the issue. And part of that issue is probably that he doesn't have talented people around him. To I mean, play yeah, he was, anymore. he came, he came over from Russia. He signed with Florida and he's playing with Barkov and Huberto. And yeah. or mm-hmm. or and then Hoffman he and then he had else. at least a couple good defensemen too in like Ekblad and Wager and stuff to give him the puck. And now in Ottawa you have good Branson, you know, just lobbing it out of the zone and trying and Zaitsev, to Zaitsev Zaitsev with his like, great passes. You have you have one defenseman and then Shabbat's injured, right? Or yeah. is he's injured? Shabbat's yeah. injured. No, yeah. So I think Shabbat. Well, back. he was for. I guess well, he Edmonton, was, yeah. he was, and it went exactly as expected. I mean, it would have went exactly the same with or without him, if we're being honest. <laughs> but, but probably a little Eric's bit. Right. Yeah. Eric's right. <laughs> I don't but remember, dude, changing was, that. I sent you those pictures, uh, those those screenshots of the tweets last night. I think you made a post about it as well, where it was like, well, this this acquisition shows Toronto, Ottawa's in the... Uh, Ottawa's in the rearview mirror. Objects uh, in the mirror. Uh, objects are closer, are closer than, they than they appear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the other two was like, "Do does Ottawa have the best goaltending duo <laughs> in the Canadian division?" <laughs> and it was like a picture of a Hogberg and Matt and Murray. <laughs> and their their goals against average is like five, literally five. <laughs> no, but that was even laughable before the season started. You know what yes, I mean? Like, that how was did laughable. You look at that? How did you look at that and it went like? <laughs> Better than Winnipeg with um, Hellebuck and Brassois. Who just won the Vesna? Who like, literally just won the Vesna? <laughs> then uh, Montreal with Jake Allen, Carey Price, even like even the Canucks with Demko and Holtby. You could have every goaltender pairing before the start of this year. I <laughs> would say was better than Ottawa's. Yeah, Mark Markstrom and right there too. Yeah, <laughs> like and then Frederick Anderson and. Um, Campbell, Campbell, obviously better. That was like, just a it, dumb tweet. It was tweet. very clearly the worst. <laughs> like, you know? Oh, and it, it was, was so amazing. funny after after the Sens won their first game as well, and all the reporters are like, "Congrats, Sens fans! You guys deserve this." That was the Sens Stanley <laughs> Cup beating the Leafs in the in the home opener. <laughs> I mean, Ottawa always beats the Leafs in the home opener. So no, I don't. You know, but it's it, it just, just, just <laughs> Sens fans. You guys deserve this. We won't be disrespected anymore. We just beat the Leafs. <laughs> they and did that's look been their only win in that game, but TJ Brody looked awful. So I mean, it's just like why. I don't know how they looked at the acquisitions that team made and went, "Yes, this is what we need to be more competitive this year." Good Branson and Coburn. Delusion and does a lot of things. Paquette, 
Paquette and whatever else. Like that was, it was so f- ridiculous seeing that. And I'm glad all the analysts look like morons now. <laughs> um, but yeah. It's just funny. Except Every time Ottawa gets, Ottawa gets blown out and then you just see all the, all the reporters getting retweeted and ratioed. It's, it's from their <laughs> old tweets. It's so funny. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why people ever thought Ottawa was going to be good this year. Like, but yeah, like Martin is the biggest Ottawa homer, and he still could realize Ottawa is going to be absolutely garbage, and acknowledge that the acquisitions weren't good either. Like, (laughs) is there a team out there? I think I meant. I think I've said maybe said this before, but is there a team out there who is relatively good at drafting like amateur players? Right, they're they're scouting amateur players really, really well. I'd say, right, but when it comes to pro scouts and players who you know getting like NHL acquisitions being so bad, like there's such a vast you, difference. You know, you know them. what I I noticed here? It's that they went about drafting this past year the same way they went about player acquisition: big, tough, character guy type moves with like Good Branson and Coburn and. Uh, Austin Watson. I don't know why would he he'd even be considered a character guy, but he apparently is. Pocket. He looks like, all so those guys are on the ice. Like he just looks like a not cool guy to yeah. be around. Didn't he get he a, like, he had a he had a but they did that same shit. thing. He yeah, he's a, a piece of shit. He his, his girlfriend him. or like, something. I don't understand right? that. Wasn't I it domestic? Bringing him in. domestic yeah. assault. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So regardless, like they brought all these similar guys in, and then they went and drafted a bunch of guys that are basically going to turn into Erica Branson and like. All these other guys, the big, gigantic defensemen that can't really skate that well or move the puck that well. So it was just like, it was just a complete misfiring as to like what Ottawa should have been doing this off season. Apparently, apparently they're interested in done. I don't know like the any validity <laughs> behind that. I've just seen them like people. I mean, say they should be all done. in on him. They, sh- I don't yeah, know what they can be... give up for him. Probably, probably one of their forward prospects, I guess, but. Or Brandstrom. That'd be interesting. Logan Brown would be interesting and something else. Considering yeah. it doesn't seem like he has a future in Ottawa. I mean, Dunn really doesn't seem to have that much value across the league right now. No. So there's some potential there to get he could a be nice traded little for a, for a first. That's what Elliot Friedman said. Like, I'd give up Toronto's first today for Dunn. I just if don't I think could. they have enough. They'd have to. They'd have to clear out a, another defense. Oh yeah, team. no, obviously. Like they, they don't, don't have the cap space. They don't two. have. They'd have to get rid of. They two. already I aren't using Dermot though, to be honest. So get rid of Dermot. How much Bogosian. Get in done. No, 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 no. no. Sandine. Get rid of. Listen. Get rid of Morgan Riley. Big brain plays. <laughs> that, that, tired. Would, that would not. Go tired. Well. Get rid of Bogosian. Wired. Get rid of Morgan. Bogosian's been good. <laughs> Bogosian has been good, man. He's had the first game; he was garbage. But since then, can you say has he done a single thing you can really complain about? Not really. Um, no. Yes. Other than existing, I guess. But... <laughs> That's what uh, he complains not. about. <laughs> yeah, but like he's not doing any. I don't think he's doing anything bad. When he was like, when he when he threw off Matthew Kachuk off of off of Jack Camp, or when he's um, what did he had a really nice play of breaking up that two on one man. The Imagine thing is, Bergo- I, I think, think we're a bit issue- too focused on Canadian divisions right now. I think we need to expand our, yeah. our conversation. Okay, I mean, it's really hard. Elliot Freeman was talking about this, how like in a bubble we feel from the U.S. teams. Like we, I feel so like separated from their news, like from their 
stuff. Oh, it, the Canadian revision, it's too loud. Like, all the, it just outweighs yeah. everything else. I wish we could do this with, like, politics so I never have to hear anything about American politics ever again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, Canadian, the Canadian division is far and away the most exciting division, I'd say, man. Like, like I mean, every game the, is a rivalry game, because everyone has, everything's rivalries and everything is no defense hockey. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Except that first yeah, Edmonton. Very well defense. That first Edmonton Toronto game was so boring. I yeah. I've never been more weird. bored watching a TV or watching a hockey game. So I mean, I think we wanted to start this off with Tony D'Angelo, but I mean, we kind of touched on it. That talked about reels. Do we have anything we want to say about that before we move on to another topic? Yeah. Uh, Tony is not cancel culture. Let's just get that out of the way right now. He is not getting canceled because of cancel culture. He is facing the repercussions of being a prick. Uh, yeah. Good word. Sounds well right. I, like, I, it's not cancel culture at all. It's called repercussions. And yeah. um, like because behavior from problems. The get-go, <laughs> from the get-go, like he's, when he was in junior, when he got, he got suspended, I think twice for saying bad things, bad yeah. racial did you see the video of his dad saying like yeah i said those words yeah. too like literally just being I, upfront. Yeah, I, I think i sent I, you guys that video yeah, right yeah, yeah. i'm think, just an italian dad from philly <laughs> yeah i think the only reason he's gotten such a big chance is because he's good like if he wasn't very good he's really he, good he's really he's a really good player <laughs> especially offensively like that's that's why if he was just a bottom liner but this gone. year though I mean, austin watson like, got another chance He'll have fun tearing up the KHL. See he can't go to the KHL. He's gonna fight all of them and call them communists. No, dude, he's gonna no, he's gonna go to Russia. They all they also hate gay people in Russia. And <laughs> yeah, man, so you know he what, got a lot in common with them. He, yeah, but yeah, he also, but he hates but he hates commies. That's a, that's what started the whole fight with Gurgiev. He called him a commie. Is that uh, what he said? What's report? At least that's what I've seen. Well, to be fair, reported. to be fair, okay. He did really share the wealth. He gave the puck to the other team. So I mean, <laughs> and then he let it. But it wasn't even like it wasn't even like Crosby made a made a good shot there. Like I think I think D'Angelo was pissed off that Georgiev let in that shitty goal at the yeah. end of the game, and he said something about it while Georgiev was all mad. And, and I think and he then, called him a commie, and then that's what caused Georgiev to punch him in the face. It's like a known fact: don't mess with a goalie after. A bad loss, like yeah, because it's not like the goalie doesn't know. You know what I yeah, mean? Like they exactly. know when they let in a bad. That's how they evaluate their game. Like I think it was yeah. Holpe that did an interview, and he was like, "I literally divide the shots into had like should have saved, could have saved, and couldn't save." Essentially, mm-hmm. like that's how he divide. That's how he looks at his game. Essentially, he looks at what he could have saved or what he should have saved, and and then has that category could have saved, and then. Like had no chance at right. Like he's on the other side of the net. The defenseman doesn't cover the pass. That kind of stuff, essentially. Yeah. The the, the other thing with Tony D'Angelo is apparently it was like well known, and like the GM of New York made it well known to him. He was on his last strike. Like if yeah. he fucked up again, he was out. Like so, it's all his fault. He did this to himself. Completely his fault. Like, I wonder what other no... things he did though that were strikes that so no, he no was, one heard about. So in in the beginning of the year he had a a, a freak out right and he had a he got an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty for it 
in the game. Mm-hmm. And then he also got healthy scratched and he was apparently upset about that. I, he threw I feel like he was already on a couple strikes too, just because of the nature of who he is and stuff. Like I feel like he's had seven strikes. <laughs> but the thing no, is, he's gotten a lot of chances, man. It's not like he hasn't player. gotten chances. He's a good player at the end of the day. He was a first round draft pick in 2014, I think. He's a good player, right? And and he came that, in the league and, uh, that fell in the draft still being probably because of because yes. of yes, definitely. These, yes. you know, his nature. He could have been a, a top 10 pick probably, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, he'd go like, top 10 in a redraft today probably. Do you th- okay, that was I was going to ask last you. Year. Do you think he could if if he got drafted this year? He'd probably face the same backlash that Mitchell of Arizona. Did. Oh, he wouldn't be in the NHL. Yeah, he if he got drafted now. No, he wouldn't. He would be. not be in right? the NHL. Like no way. No. no. I don't think I agree with Martin. I don't think he would. Also, one more thing I kind of want to adjust here before we kind of move on. The New York Rangers GM, he came out and basically had his they did like, you know, PR damage control type thing and he said, you know, Tony isn't a good, you know, he isn't a bad guy. All the players like him, blah, 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 blah. And then Miller's um Keandre Miller's agent came out and said, basically covered for D'Angelo, saying, you know, like to my knowledge, they had a fine relationship and all this stuff. It was just PR. Like I, f- I feel like everyone was looking at it and went, okay, no, he didn't do anything to Conjure Miller. It's all fine. He didn't steal the puck, blah, 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 blah. He didn't treat, he treated him perfectly fine. But a lot of it very much seemed like just the agent not wanting to create a situation where his player would be considered like problematic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because those that's videos, those videos on Twitter of him like being like not standing next to Tony during the, uh, like the first game, the name announcements, and then the one where Tony came out to him and after like Miller scored or something, like those were so uncomfy to watch, which were way more damning. They were way more yes. damning than any PR report could ever. Yes. Say. Yeah. 100%. Definitely. 100%. But yeah. It's, one of the things I, I want, on? no, one of the things I wanted to bring up was we, we talked about him being a good player and, and that's why uh, he's able to stick around the league. That happens across like every industry, every yeah, everything, it's right? Thing. It's not a hockey thing. And that is why we're still able to perpetuate so much of this across all those industries is that, oh, if you're good, it's, you can justify it a bit more. And like, even the if top, you're not good, you can stay. Even, yeah, even if you're not good, you can stay. And like, that's what <laughs> needs to happen. The top needs to be held accountable so that, that mm-hmm. trickles down. It's, it's like a trickle down effect mm-hmm. of. Yeah. If, if you're never, like, I, I'm very certain that's never gonna happen, or at least yeah. not anytime soon, dude. Everyone, business is too strong, and we move ev- on. Business is too it, strong, cycle. like, who really knows what happens in a lot of these cases? It's he said, she said. Um, Human. I mean, like, so many of these players probably have like security guards or NDAs signed at and was any, especially in Toronto or oh, big there's markets. so much stuff we don't hear there's about. So there's much so much stuff there that we don't hear about that would be non I've heard so many stories about stuff that like never, I've never seen reported and stuff like that. No, cause it'd be probably I mean, you, malicious. And I, again, you, it's not, it's not confirmed necessarily, but I do have things. It'd be slander and malice stuff, if it was in the public. Yeah, they get, exactly. They would get sued out the walls. And I have fairly good reason to believe a lot of it's true. Man, I'm sure there's so much behind the scenes that we don't even know of, like 100. percent And even um, recently, the uh, was it the Mets? The uh, the, oh, the, the GM, GM of the Mets. The oh, GM yeah. of the Mets got caught. Um, oh yeah, yeah. 
think he was Shout like constantly sending, sending nudes. Yeah, yeah to, uh, <laughs> for a reporter or something like that. And then yeah. and apparently he was well known in the industry. And now it yeah. only finally came out and now he's exposed. And then there's one other guy, Ty, you might know this. Uh, the the he, former Mets manager, uh, Mickey Calloway, that just came out the same thing, same yes. sort of thing, harassing exactly. female staff members. Exactly. Guys yeah. are fucked. And apparently that and we, that was well we're, and we're that was terrible. well known too. Yeah. But yeah. But the thing is like all this stuff happens, but if you're in a it's like a position of power, I hate using that kind of term, but just stop sending dick pics. <laughs> it is also, a power I don't, dynamic I, though. Also, I don't get the whole sending dick pics thing. Can we can we like discuss this for a second? Why do please air on sending dick, dick pics? pics? We still <laughs> need that to happen. <laughs> what don't you get Eric? why like why like why like, what what do you get out of this Martin, like, why do you Martin, like getting nudes no i just want to hear why he like i don't get girls, it either girl, girls don't <laughs> girls don't like dick pics like it's just like a yes, known I agree. thing like, if anything girls are like that's disgusting <laughs> Right? Maybe maybe some girls are like, ah, whatever, it's fine. Most girls are like, that's disgusting. It's Especially with some random dude. Like, how are you? Especially not unsolicited. Like, yeah. holy exactly. crap! I, I don't know who's okay. ever sent an unsolicited one. I don't even like I receiving unsolicited ones. I'm like, hello, like, please no. Like, I don't get oh, it. Like, okay. what's going through your head where you're like, oh, this girl's gonna like this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, All right, we're talking to children here, Eric. Okay. Anyway, what's, what's the next thing, Stepniak? Yeah, talk about your yeah. boy. Yeah, talk about your boy, Martin. I I went my uh, internet just went out there. I couldn't hear you guys. Oh, we just said oh, uh, start talking about Stemdiak. Oh, true, true, true. No, I think it's a it, it's an interesting position, and I think actually Sam Gagne, who we had on the podcast, would be an interesting person to get a position like that because he sounded at, like he like that sort of thing. Um, and it's an interesting position. How, Can you, you go over like, what his position is for our that's audience? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> so so he's a, basically a liaison between uh, explaining to the players and management uh, from management's perspective. Well, not even management, like uh, the analytics department in teams perspective of explaining the analytics and how it affects players' games to the player is what it sounds like to me. It's like what every organization should have, theoretically. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's, baseball's had it for a long time and it wasn't until these positions really became a thing that like it was fully understood by baseball players, what they should Mm -hmm. be looking for within their game to be elevating their game to the next level. It's like that scene in Moneyball when uh, Billy Bean's going around. It's like that one, like, uh that ones yes. are not seen but like the what's it yes. called you know what i mean <laughs> um and yeah. he's going around he's talking to all the players and he's going no i don't need you to do this i need you yes. to do this and because you when do you do that. this you hit at 380 instead of 170 mm-hmm. blah 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 and he's basically Eric's breaking stories it down. is what we're saying yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes exactly no eric, no, eric, eric, eric would show eric. them like a kool-aid graph and be like all right eric, you should be pu- pushing to make this position on an nhl team for yourself <laughs> oh god Ima- imagine me like i walk up to freaking taylor hall i walk up to Sidney crosby one day my clipboard <laughs> crosby hey <laughs> clipboard. i feel, I feel, I feel like crosby's iPad. one of those guys you don't have to explain it to because he already yeah, <laughs> yeah probably not <laughs> 
Crosby, just keep doing what you're doing. Right. You, you keep doing what you're doing, Jack Johnson or uh, Cody CC over here. Yeah. Hey man, Cody right. CC's been killing work. it. Low key, Cody CC's been killing it on on Pittsburgh. I just wanted um, to say he's playing top pairing minutes right now because Latang and other people are out. <laughs> yeah, check his stats though. Like his his expected goals numbers were sick. At least really? last week they were. I haven't yeah. I haven't seen any games of him. Exactly. Yet. I mean, I just, I just saw the tweets heard. of it. I just saw the tweets. <laughs> But I think Cody CC. I th- just to get back to Stepniak briefly, I think Stepniak's mm-hmm. position can uh, around the league will elevate play and will obviously it'll integrate. Definitely opt- uh, it'll optimize definitely. Yes, for sure. Yeah. It'll. I think and it'll it will definitely... integrate and make advanced analytics more like completely normal in the NHL within yeah, like I think so. a couple of years. I mean, I think gen- I generally believe. Two or three years from now, it's just everyone's going to be doing it, and then you're going to look back at the awful takes, and there's going to be the all takes exposed <laughs> accounts, and they're just going to be like, "Remember, Pierre Maguire, when you were like, no hockey team is built on analytics now, and every team literally in the league is." And he'll no longer, and no, he'll no longer be fucking interviewing for positions for GM oh, positions. God. Oh, well, God. I'm just hoping he won't be relevant anymore, but. <laughs> That's giving that's giving hockey a little bit too much credit, I think, unfortunately. Mm. Um, but I think, like generally, like even all, it's already happened in the sense that all the best teams in the league right now are already doing it. Like Colorado's already doing it, Carolina's already doing it, Tampa's already doing it, Carolina's already doing it. Like those are the most progressive teams. Eric, seriously, seriously like put, push for a position on Ottawa. Say you'll do it for like pennies on the dollar. <laughs> Eugene would offer his pennies on the dollar anyways. Let's be real. That's yeah, what I mean. I, like I you have to, I wouldn't, you I have wouldn't to even say get that. paid. You like, have I'll to pay, say that. I'll pay you to do it. <laughs> you can, Eugene, you can hire me and then say you have diversity and inclusion, okay? Eugene, I'll give you I'll give you I'll give you my liver. I'll give you my liver, Eugene. Oh my god. <laughs> if I give you my liver, will you let me do this? <laughs> As you're slowly trying to coup his team and buy it from him with the talking hockey. Oh, we're, we're, okay, every talking hockey podcast listener, save fifty thousand dollars and we're buying the Ottawa Senators. Yeah, I'm ten percent there. Let's go. I, Ty could help, but he's trying to buy a Ford Mustang right now instead. Uh potentially. Ty if AMC went out, I do it. Ty lost so went up, much I, money. I, Bro. Wait, Ty, how much money did you lose? Riding. Um, so uh, I, I, I bought, I, I've, I've averaged down a lot. I, I initially bought it about $15. No. I kept buying. I've averaged down now to about 12, but uh, we're still, we're still in the red a little bit. So I only ended up losing, I think $12. Bro, I have, so I'm, I'm, okay. I'm the owner of a hundred worthless AMCs. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Proud oh my God. You bought hundred, so you, you got 70, at about $12. You got 80 bucks from GameStop because you bought two stocks and then you two sold stocks them. At and then you, 25 sold it to 65 or 270 somewhere in between there. And then you use the money to buy AMC. Off, put it straight into AMC. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Anyone listening, this is what not to do. Dude, literally in the group chat with uh, the high school guys, like it's Ty was talking about buying these stocks and I'm just like no I'm I'm not interested at all. I'm just like I'm going to buy ETFs, I'm going to buy the stocks I like. And Boring. Robert's like <laughs> Boring. Robert's like Luke, don't listen to like 
Ty or or Renee, <laughs> our other friend. I'm like, I'm, I have no plans on listening to them. I'm not writing. Me and Renee were down. me and Renee were killing it, flipping pennies last week, and then and then um, and then AMC happened. Uh, <laughs> that's the only that's the only thing that I've lost on. Everything else has been only gains. But but hey, hey AMC's guys, AMC's losses have have eliminated <laughs> any of the other gains that I've had. Yeah, Martin. <laughs> If you if you want good stock, go buy poet. Go everybody buy poet. Listening, if everybody listening, go buy po- poet. Go buy poet. That's what I got. That's what I. When me and Renee were flipping those pennies, I was just like, because uh, Renee has a quest trait. I, I mean, somehow we got into talking stocks, but um, <laughs> Renee, I don't have a quest trait, so I just give my money to Renee to do it. And I tell him what to do. Uh, he's a good bro that way. What but wrong with but you? then Robert said, yo, boys, buy poets. So Just get your pennies. own fucking app, man. <laughs> yeah, it's not that hard. Go on, Ty. <laughs> yo, today was literally a good... takes 30 seconds. Today is today a good day a for good day, stocks. Luke. I'm up I'm Luke up 100 paid. bucks. I'm up 10.5% of my portfolio. <laughs> Wait, your your portfolio is a thousand? Yeah, well, <laughs> no. this on Wealth Simple, yeah, most of my money goes to a TFSA, so I just put like uh-huh. three hundred bucks a month into. You can have a TFSA on your Wealth Simple, you know. I know, but my dad does that one, high risk, so I just oh, let him okay. do that, and I don't want to make sure I don't because there's only a certain amount you can put in, and I don't want to claim to him whenever I put money in my TFSA or Wealth Simple because <laughs> that will just c- confuse everyone. So. Well, I've bought two thousand three hundred shares of Poet. So, Poet to the Moon, baby. Two thousand three hundred shares. Moon. Well, I've never even heard of this company shares. before. Poet, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a dollar now. I think a dollar something. No, it's dollar a dollar 30. like forty-eight now. Yeah. What's, what's yeah. this? Co- what's it's this? been a good run so far, baby. I bought a dollar three on Friday. The one in biofuel. Forty-eight. Biofuel. By the way, this energy. is not financial advice, and we yes, are not. Yes, this does not qualify over. as financial advice. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Is this the biofuel one? Buy at own risk. It's poet.vx, I think, or something like that, or poet.bt. Yeah, it's just called Poet Technologies, I think. Oh, Poet Technologies, not the biofuel. Okay. No, not the biofuel. They do something. It's it's clicker is PTK or something. The photonics and electronics enabling next generation data and telecommunications. Yes, that. Okay, that one. I was going to say, I I can't really imagine you investing money in biofuel. This isn't Minecraft. Any, uh, on stocks, anyways, moving on what, from- something something I don't understand. No, no, no guess not. Is is is, <laughs> no. is 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 uh people that are like employees and they like vouch for the employees and stuff, and they're like all these rich people get have the stocks of the company, and it's like well the employee could easily go buy a stock of that company that they work for if it's some big company. Like here's the problem. <laughs> You know, it's you know what the issue is? Only thing. The, the issue is people aren't taught it at an earlier age to, okay, you need to start accruing capital yes. and become a part of the capital class yes. versus like the labor class. Yes. So to speak. Not to get into I've read, I've right. read rich dad, poor dad, Eric, come on. <laughs> no, but, but I think the biggest issue isn't that like people aren't just learning that it's that people don't have access to like early startups because the government has a law that you need to be at a certain level of wealth in order to invest in startups, invest in like companies that are before they go public essentially. So that's the biggest, that's where the biggest dip in wealth creation comes from. It's not being able to get in those early rounds when a company is scaling from $10 million to a billion dollars. That's where the money is, right? It's not when a company moves from 1 billion to 2 billion. It's when you invest at a company at 10 million and they get to a billion. And 
every normal person, if you're not loaded, basically is completely out of that process. And because you're out of that process, you miss out on the majority of gains. And then by the time a stock goes public and then you actually get in because, you know, the stock rallies hundred percent on opening day, by the time you actually get shares, it's you've lost 80% of the gains or 70 or 60% of the gains yeah. already. And that's, and you need to know the right people to even get in that seed round too. Yes. And that, that as well. But, and I think if you just remove the law, there'd be startups that come around up and fill that gap of here's all the interesting startups. These are the people investing in them. If you remove the law though, too, you, you'd have a lot of people losing their money on stupid ass startups. That that (laughs) probably is true, but you, I think you don't have to advocate some sort of self-responsibility and, you know, have the required. Eric, 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 what's the biggest thing you've learned from running your Instagram page? Yes, I know, Martin. Trust me, I get it. But the thing is, the thing is, like, some people do. A lot of people do get it. Like, think about this. Like, Uber, Uber. Nobody would have a problem with Uber right now if every single driver that started driving with them for the first like ten thousand, fifteen thousand, when they all noticed like this company is going to be big, if they invested in it at that time, many people wouldn't have problems with Uber right now because it would have created wealth creation for fifty thousand, a hundred thousand drivers all of a sudden, right? So that's that's why like everyone has a big problem with Uber. It's because the stock stayed with the super wealthy, um, you know, hedge funds and uh, venture firms, the VCs, exactly. And it didn't get down. It didn't move down towards the labor class and the people that are actually running Uber and not really making any money off of it. Right. If they invested in stock, if they were given, you know, like 10 shares or they were able to invest their own money, it'd be a completely different story. Suddenly there's, 10,000, 100,000, a million drivers out there with equity. And all of a sudden, it's a, like a legitimate story about wealth creation Eric, instead of labor abuse. I just want to say that I would invest in Talking Hockey if I was allowed to. I'd put, I'd buy 500 shares right now. <laughs> okay. Go buy 500 Go ebooks. Buy. That counts. Yeah. <laughs> 500 <laughs> earbooks. There you go. No. Except, except e-transfer That's me directly because I only get like 90 something percent. <laughs> 10% goes to uh, uh, Gum Road. But anyways, back to hockey because we went on. Anyways, one ways. more topic and then we'll call it a night. Yeah. Um, NWHL is uh, suspending their season due to COVID nineteen. Are they? Already, yep, they sus- it's officially suspended. That um, sucks. So, and right before them. playoffs too, completely sucks. And the other issue is now all, there's more and more NHL teams, more and more players. I think Minnesota just had we're to, at like, five NHL teams or something. Yeah, I think all, like almost every single player in Minnesota right now is in COVID protocol because they were all exposed during the avalanche. And you know who I really feel bad for? I know that I know speaking of the Minnesota Wild is Marco Rossi, 19 years old, has to go home because he has heart and lung complications after getting COVID back in November. There you go. Pretty sad, man. And there's going to be a lo- there's going to be quite a few athletes that have that kind of stuff, right? Like yep. even if the odds are significantly lower than them, there's like, you know, 700 players in the AHL and NHL right now, right? Like there's going to be a lot of guys who lose their careers or lose out a couple on a couple years or have major health consequences because of this. Even if it's a 1% chance or whatever it is or 0.1. It just shows that like these are these are professional athletes. Like Marco Rossi is 19 years old in the peak physical condition of a, you know, yeah, he's literally at the age. peak of his life right now in terms yeah. of health. And he can't he can't play hockey as a result. Yep. It's, and it's kind of shitty. 
completely fucked. Yep. I agree. So yeah, but like the NHL, I, I, I've harped on this several times. The NHL screwed because they should have done it like the NBA who prepared for outbreaks to happen, especially in the States, right? With how basically COVID is just whatever. It's whatever. In the States. It's, it's kind of funny how I think, I think only one Canadian team has had exposures and that's Winnipeg in the beginning of the season, right? Every other team. That was so when people were Canada, getting there. Yeah. Every other team in Canada, no problems. But all yeah. these American teams. Man, it's a, it's a joke in America. It's just becoming yeah, yeah. a real like thing it's, for them. It's literally just like it doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> like life has gone on. <laughs> we're in I, Ontario. I, we're in like complete lockdown. Have like, you seen like stories from people in the U.S.? Like yes, I have family look, in the U.S. and they look like even nothing's them, different. Just, like it's yeah, it literally Bro, just looks like normal. I would love to do that. To be honest, though, like I would love to just not give a shit, and then no one around me, <laughs> like no one around me, doesn't care. But like in Canada, we have a social culture where it's like, right? It's like we actually care about looking up for our neighbors. So I'm sure we'd love to be in the America process of just being like. Yeah, who cares? But yeah. we also hold each other accountable a lot more than Americans yeah, do. I would just be stressed out. Like, my mom is sick right now, and I was, like, stressed out this morning. Like, God, does she have COVID? And is, there such like, a thing as, like, is there such a thing as a cold anymore? Or when you're sick, is it just COVID? She went and got a test because we were yeah. like, you got to go get a test. There so. is a truth to, like, the fear-mongering aspect of it, though. And yes, definitely. So, like, I see both sides. I think it's really ignorant to walk around being like, it's a con- like it's a conspiracy theory it's the scamdemic i'm not going to wear a mask like that's idiotic <laughs> but but i'm also i also think it's ridiculous to to like people when they try to tone down the seriousness of covid get absolutely shit on and that's not cool either because it's it's not as serious as the fear-mongering media and people yes, try yes, to make it seem like definitely and but they, like there's a balance they kind of have to do that they kind of mm. like almost have to it makes me disrespect it even more at at this point like they've they've done it the entire time so they kind of have to continue doing the only thing i want to hear the only thing i want to hear in the news is how many icu beds are free or not free like that's the only thing they should be reporting on nowadays if they're talking about masking bro everyone knows to wear a freaking mask nowadays okay i just want to know the what case the counts like. don't really matter anyway, right? Because the case don't. the case counts don't matter. It's about how many ICU beds you're left and what the the rate of expansion is. Exactly. So it's like That's when they what, talk and the about deaths. obviously the deaths. Obviously when they the talk deaths. about cases, it's like man, who <laughs> the cares? It's are, the beds the that matter. The deaths are going up. The deaths yeah, the, are no, but they really are going, going up, up in, for Ontario. sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. If deaths and, go, like, and the other, you know, the other what the other issue is. Our COVID vaccine rollout is ass right now. Like I, I saw this. They're report. not getting vaccines for a month, man. No, dude. I saw the, the one report that came out, and they were like, at this rate right now, Ontario won't be vaccinated, but until 2028, if they continued on the weekly, the last week's rate of vaccine rollout, we wouldn't all be vaccinated until 2028. <laughs> it's so because we don't have any, man. We don't. We actually don't have any vaccines right now. It's, we ha- we're not receiving any. And either. we're supposed like, to go into Trudeau made that announcement yesterday or something about starting to produce, but like not until June. And even if we start producing, like well, the world's not going to go back to to normal for two or three years. At some point, we just have to say, <laughs> let's get COVID on with life. Okay. Once we, the we talked about this last week, yeah. once people like the right people are vaccinated, we'll we'll go back to normal. 
Yeah. Like we kind of have to. Well, we we have to, man. Like it's ridiculous. I I, I feel I feel sorry for Mark Ro- Marco Rossi, but like shit happens that makes you not be able to play your sport. And this is just another thing that happened that made him not be able to play his sport. Like it sucks that it's this, but something happened that made him. I mean, not yeah, be able if, to play if there was but... like a leg injury or a spine injury, injury exactly. from playing, it would be. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's just the same happened. shit. It's but also, shit. like, it's shitty that they mm-hmm. weren't able to protect their players a little bit better and had the proper protocols in place to prevent this from i mean happening. people go in and get COVID. like that's just like <laughs> but in this usa they have they, they're gonna get COVID no matter what well in what, canada, i think what is it like 40 percent of the population's gone COVID at this point in the u.s in canada though like like if you are kind of a well-off person who's not working the what we call the essential or the essential worker or like a minimum basically a minimum wage worker working at the mcdonald's restaurant or something like that right you're not i haven't left my house literally in like three days other <laughs> yeah. than to get the groceries on Sunday night. Right. Like, like that was the last time. Yeah, I it's left a di- my house, the pandemic's but, very different if you're wealthy or well off. Yeah. And if you're at poor. least in Canada, at least, at in, least Canada. in Canada, in the U S it's a, it, like, it's just because of the spread in the U S and how people don't seem to care mm-hmm. as much. Like that's like, you can be rich, poor, whatever, middle-class you go out. You're, you're, it seems you're, like you're every week, like half an NBA team gets COVID. Like they're just not giving a fuck. And every week, half an NHL team's getting COVID, right? <laughs> like, yeah. and they're all in the USA. Like, it's crazy to see. Like, the Canadian division's working, man. Like, we don't have any COVID cases. Yeah, it's it's yeah. actually insane how much better Canada's done than the US. Like, if the, if there's anything that shows the major differences between the two countries, it's it's that <laughs> right yeah. there. It's how we've handled this versus how. The U.S. Is and I can't even say that we've done a good job of it. We either. haven't done no, a good job. Haven't. Like you compare us to New Zealand, Australia, Israel, compared to us, compare us to a bunch of Asian. Like there's plenty. I think Israel is like seventy percent vaccinated already, or something like that. Man, like, they're doing they're doing that crazy good. Well, though, yeah, like, I know, crazy like well. a, a perfect execution, right? Yes. And but there's plenty of countries. That have also executed really well, like New Zealand, Australia. I get it; they're islands. They're living life, man. I get yeah. it; they're islands. But, but and all the America is also really living life. Job. America's also living life, just with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I saw but, a story but, today. Of, yeah, but at the same time, the U.S. is living life, but they still have shit shut down. So, like, they're they're in a weird like. They don't medium. though. There, there, there's a huge divide between what's shut down in the U.S., right? Like, yeah, there's certain then, places. I guess the northern states, right? The, yeah. the, the near New York and California, I guess, were completely shut down, right? But, but then Florida and and Louisiana and Florida is just I like know, COVID Georgia. doesn't exist, right? Now. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, saw, I sent a video to the TikTok, or I sent a TikTok to the, the one of the groups, and uh, it's literally just thousands of people on the street, no masks. Like, they're literally not a mask yeah. in sight. And I'm like, yeah. I, and the thing, and then you read the comments on the TikTok, like, oh, I'm, I, I love Florida. Much respect. My respect for Florida has gone way up yeah. after this, after seeing this. Because to be, to be yeah. honest, I was planning on going to Florida for a month in like March before, but the government put in travel restrictions. Dude, I talked to some. <laughs> I can't leave. I've talked to some executives at these companies, like Fortune 500s, and they're like, "We're going to Florida in the, in for spring break." And I'm like, Dude, oh. I was literally, I was literally playing because I can work from anywhere, right? Like my, where I'm working from home. All I need is my laptop and my screen i was just gonna bring my screen and my laptop to florida fuck it i'm gonna stay with my cousins for a month they live in fort lauderdale just party it up on weekends 
and then you know they already live. all got COVID. They already all live. got COVID. They yeah. already got COVID. So I was just like, that's okay, a, like it's really that's the thing. If you're not worried deal. about like hurting your neighbor and you're not worried yourself about getting COVID, like you're completely fine. Like I yeah. feel like, like <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't even judge you for that. Just yeah. so long as you came back to Canada and did your two weeks. <laughs> yeah, like like obviously I was gonna isolate, blah 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 blah, all that good stuff, but. <laughs> I'll argue to like the death of me that it's really oh, the fear mongering that media is doing is way out of control. Like the, the, the divide and it's pushing and it's pushing people to be, to be worse. It's pu- it, it's yeah. definitely yeah. pushing people to be it's pushing people, worse. Like, people, the thing is people are stupid and they're just, and yes. not in like a bad, not necessarily just in a bad way, but in a like, fuck you kind of way. Like, don't yeah. tell yes. me what to do. Yeah. So that's, that's the it. American that's way. And, it, and, it, and it's our like monkey the brains. Going, like, I don't, thing. it's, it's literally our monkey brains, like the inside of our okay, core Tim urban. Like, I don't want to, <laughs> I know that phrase. Um, but it's, to me, it's like the people that are unempathetic to the, to the small businesses that are going out of business and they're like, the government can pay for your your life it's like that's not how society should work like these these small companies need to provide for their families and if we're just making the monopolies more monopoly well, then that's, that's the other high, like amazon like handling amazon's yeah. q4 or q3 or whatever was insane insane every was, quarter since the pandemic started like been yeah Bro, Jeff Bezos's Jeff Bezos went from what worth being being worth 130 billion, got divorced, went to like 97 billion, and then is now at like 100 and what, dude, 70 billion dollars or something like insane. that. Like, something like he's not the CEO anymore. Yeah, what happened? And he stepped out. That's of, weird. He just well, he just down. didn't. He his retirement. He's probably going to take. He's probably going to focus more on SpaceX or or Blue Moon or whatever it's called. Blue, Blue Origin. Moon. It's Blue, Blue Origin. Origin. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, like small businesses, man. Like they they can't live off the government money, and the government can't afford to just give the money. government. That's the. Oh, Martin, you cut out. No, mine's gone. Mine's gone. Bye, Martin. Gone. See you later, buddy. Bye, Martin's buddy. just talking. He can't hear us. Yeah. Martin, Martin's Martin's probably, Martin, just Martin probably just said a lot of good stuff <laughs> and, and, and just can't even. I love I how his video is working, that, but we still can't. So, so sad. Are <laughs> right, you're back, Martin. Oh, yeah, he's back. All right. Tell us what you, I oh. feel like what you said was really good. So say it again. Nope. Nope. He's not back yet. Okay. Well, anyways, moving on. <laughs> moving on, it's time to go. We've been here for an hour. We didn't talk anyways, much hockey this week. Anyways, COVID's we real. Talking this week. Be respectful. Support local business. Fuck Amazon. <laughs> buy and hold AMC, not financial advice. But I'm buy po- no, buy better. Poet. <laughs> Screw AMC. AMC's done. Buy Poet. I'm, I'm going to insert... Poet, Poet, Poet. I'm going to insert a disclaimer right there. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I just put... Not financial this advice. This is not financial advice. We do not count as financial advisors. Shut up. Everyone, thank you so much for listening to this, I guess, lots of topic, wide range of topic episode. Uh, Shooting the shit episode. Yeah, from from Tony D'Angelo to Lee Stepniak to, what did we start start off with? To fixing Instagram reels, to to fixing society and and (laughs) screw venture capital. Eric going to Florida. The labor class. Eric going to Florida and not going to Florida anymore. Our wisdom spreads beyond just talking hockey and we need to let the people know that, okay? We're going to start off talking stocks. We're going to start a talking (laughs) COVID. We're going to do spinoffs in our... Our company's called Talking. In the Every people. day we'll have a new podcast yeah. episode <laughs> with a different topic. It's just talking COVID. 
talking stonks. Talking uh, racism. That's a lot of commitment uh, there, Eric. Racism. Yeah, Eric. I uh, and, 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 and Luke's going to edit all of them. <laughs> yeah. I no, volunteer, you, Luke. You can, you, can get, you can start hiring people off Fiverr. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I can. Uh, well, we'll, we'll talk about that. Hire an intern off of Fiverr. Yes. Hire comments. Hire, I need someone to respond to comments, please. Hire a Fiverr. intern off of Craigslist. Oh, that's gonna yes, go well for that's a better option. Eric hires other things off of Craigslist. All right, I'm ending the recording. Oh, there. Come Thank on. We're <laughs> listening and goodbye. Okay, parachutes ready. Boy, the things I go through to get on all on rates as low as 0.99% APR for 60 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.